0: Welcome back. Welcome back to the Divine Council Podcast. We're back with episode 64. And this is your boy, Moncoy. And this is your boy, Stefan. We back at it. We back at it with episode 64. I hope you enjoyed the last episode. Um, Yeah, we're back. uh, What's it? Wednesday night? Tuesday. Tuesday night. I'm back in the swing of my night shift. You know, my schedule flipped. So, yeah, it's good to be back. It's A lot that has been going on since the last episode. Um, I hope all has been well for everybody else. Uh, yeah. So I just trying to get back in the swing of shit. You know how it goes. <laughs> Night. Yeah, <shit. laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, it's just been it's just been regular in terms of working. Uh, for me, I, I work. I've been working the day shift since forever. It's just now this year I've been uh I've been working back in the office now as opposed to just working from my couch and stuff and feeling like I was a lot less uh, productive during that time. So now that I'm back in the swing of things, getting up, having to interact with people again, face to face, it's, uh, it's definitely been, it's been interesting to say the least.
0: Yeah. We uh, are, we starting to get more uh, family visitors um you know you can only visit from nine to nine but now we have a more family visitors and man it was it's a weird it is so weird because I think we went we went over over a year with like you know no not necessarily no visits we went we went a good nine to ten months I would say with like very very minimal visitors especially if you had your patient had a coronavirus and they would still only allow like one family member to come in there if the patient passed so, like, you, like, we wouldn't even allow, like, it's been crazy. So, so. I, I didn't necessarily agree with that, but I'm just kind of giving you context on how it's been. And, like, now, you know, they're opening stuff back up. And, you know, we still have visiting hours, but we have more family members at the bedside. And, you know, it's kind of it's, it's something new I got to get. It feels like it's something new I got to get acclimated to. And, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, different now. You know, it's it's a lot that's been happening, especially with the with this, uh, I try to use code word, I guess, with the with the pandemic, I guess. Yeah. Um, things are opening back up. You know, not the way people think. A lot of us have done research It's kind of going the way we think, but with the way we thought. But yeah, it's just opening back up everywhere, especially in the south.
1: Yeah. Uh well, I, I was just thinking about when when you said that about the visitors, I know last year that affected me because my uncle was in like a I, I guess you had a nursing home and didn't have visitors and stuff, so he pretty much just gave up and he passed away. I remember we went to his uh, – technically it wasn't a funeral because he uh, he was cremated. I forgot what they call it. Um, but we went to that, you know, and he was the first of ten – and um, on my dad's side, the past, he was the oldest one, my Uncle Boot. Uh, and yeah, I'm just thinking, like, you know, how that is, that's affected a lot of people firsthand, because he was asking, my dad was telling me, he was asking, like, yo, he was asking for us to come visit him and stuff. And I ain't even know, like, that, honestly. He probably told me, I probably didn't even think about it like that, you know, um, he ended up passing. And I just now going back home and uh, seeing my grandma and how she's doing and stuff, I just be thinking, like, I do need to make more time to, you know, be around family, you know, for sure. Like, because, you know, you know, you never know what could happen, you know, in terms of just things just flipping upside down with this uh, this world that we in.
0: You know that's one thing that I can say has changed for me with this uh, situation that's been going on is that I'm going home damn near every every week. At one point, um, now it's you know now that I'm getting back into the work and everything. Um, I try to make time when I can, try to you know still not expose my family and stuff. But you know I'm still going home at least once or twice a month, at least twice a month. You know because this uh, this uh situation that's affected me not only seeing the family members that's been affected negatively but I have also you know I've had family members that have passed in the last year or so too and yeah you know it's 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 a man it's traumatizing to say the least. We all going through the same thing. You know I always say what 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 adds to the trauma is you know the, the truth of the situation too. You know I it's you know the truth of the situation is gonna add to it. You know, basically We've been under attack on all levels from all every government, and I do want to before we even start. I do want to kind of clarify a lot of what I speak on because I do speak uh, I speak with a sharp tongue. I I don't like to criticize the people of a country, like the populace of a country, but I crit- I'm I'm criticizing, I'm aiming my criticism at the government and the power structures of each co- of each uh, country, not the not the people, not the populace. Because if you really look at the globe and you look at every country, we're all being under, we're all under some type of attack. By the government and by the powers that be um everywhere yeah. everywhere yeah. so you know i think that's what we got to really start to realize it's not the people per se um it's the more so what they what they want to call the elites i don't even like to use the word elites because they're not more elite than a lot than us you know we run we we're, we're powering everything we just got to you know start sticking back together have a, a better sense of community and understand you know, the problem at hand. And I always feel like, you know, yes, yeah, racism is sexism, you know, it's stuff like that. And I always fight for my people. But at the end of the day, um, a lot of the problem that comes from division and these these different conflicts that we have comes from a certain source. And it's it's the government. It's it's the ones who, who control, control the system, basically, which I feel like is the government and, you know, the high earners. I'm talking about the top 1%. They're all working together. And we can clearly see that. We can clearly see that. Like we can see the script playing at hand and we're going to be able to witness to follow government. Once everybody understands, understands this.
1: People see it. People, uh, everyday people, working class people are seeing it firsthand, uh, specifically with like the AMC stuff that's going on with these hedge fund investors and how they've manipulated the stock market to where they're trying to, uh, they're trying to push people that have been holding AMC shares for months to sell now because they're losing like millions of dollars as time continues to go on. I just seen something today about some AMC insiders selling like $8 million worth of personal stocks. So that's some inside insider trading happening with this. Um, I just jumped in on it late because I was like, yeah, because I was looking at it and somebody broke it down perfectly He's like, yeah, they're going to have to buy it back. They're going to have to buy back these these shares at a huge price point eventually. So, you know, I'm not a financial advisor, you know, that shit, whatever. Uh, but, you know, I would look into AMC if you're going to look into any stock and want to just, you know, acu- accumulate. Because this is something that is I don't think we've ever seen nothing like this in, um, in the stock market before. Just Well, just investing.
0: Invest in. I think, you know, the reason why I'm not, I, I only have one investment on the stock market personally, you know, I have other stuff going on, but when I just, when I picked up my phone and invested, I've only got have one investment. I kind of stay stayed away from the stock market, but you know, I'm losing money, not, not uh, paying attention to what's going on. Cause the reason why I say that is because I feel like this is going to, I feel like this is going like to end to the trend. This is the stock market situation that's about to happen or that's happening is going to lead to the transition into, cri- into the digital economy. Um, and it's kind of working hand in hand. Um, basically what I'm saying is everything is such, is so manipulated that you got to follow the money. Basically, you got to really, you, you can't look at the media and believe the media. You got to look at what they're doing before, you know, before they're doing this stuff and look at, you got to try to read between the lines and see what they're doing. Um, you know, I have to look into AMC. Uh, I personally feel like, you know, I I I'm gonna speak on the cryptocurrency because you know, at the end of the day, it's gonna it's gonna crash. I'm gonna get to that, but that's where I still feel like, you know, I feel like that that's that's my realm, that in the metals, um, because I just feel like. You know, the stock market is the safest bet because it's regulated, 100%. If you look at the gains over the stock market or companies listed on the stock market, they all basically increase. They This is why companies get delisted and get exchanged. When you're on the stock market, that's damn near guaranteed money. And what we're seeing with the stock market is that we're seeing their playbook being exposed, basically. So that's why I say it is easy and good money in the stock market. All markets yeah. are manipulated, but the manipulation that go on in the stock market is basically, you know with these corporations doing stock buybacks, um, you know, with them doing, uh, getting government aid to basically, getting government money to basically buy more stocks or, you know, to dump stocks to basically fudge the balance sheets. They're using high-end accounting manipulation. And I know, you know, you know uh, very well. You can, you can see it clearly. You can see it clearly. You know. Yeah. um, You got to know what you're doing.
1: Yeah. These hedge fund investors have been fucking over, the average investor for decades, you know, what I mean, like and people realized what they were doing with some of these stocks. Like you said, they were dumping them and, you know, um, they, then they were getting people to buy into them. And then that's when they would hold them and then they would dump and, you know, they would make a huge profit off of that. Well, people caught on to it um, on like websites like Reddit. And then that's when the whole AMC movement happened. And GameStop, like GameStop, no way in hell GameStop should be valued at where it's at right now. It's over like $200 a share, I think. GameStop is going to be, within by the end of this decade, I think GameStop is going to be out of business. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just think, but, but why it's so high like that is because of these people that understand what these hedge fund investors were doing all along, which is manipulating the market. So they saying, you know what, fuck them. We're going to hold this shit. And we're going to force their hand to where they're going to have to buy them back eventually. Cause they're losing millions of dollars each day as this continues to uh, prolong.
0: And not only, but and not only are they losing millions of dollars, they're losing people's money. Like if, with a hedge fund manager, they, they have the pressure of not, they're not making money for themselves. They're making money more off of the money that they make for other people. They manage yeah. so many other people's assets. So, Basically, they've been playing this manipulative game that has gotten exposed. This is why Stefan is saying they have to buy it back because they're losing money. Like they're not if they're not just losing their money. Basically, it's a double-edged sword. They're not making money because they make money off of the money that they make, that they get from other people, and they're losing other people's money. Like, yeah. so you're not gonna, you know, so they have to do something. So basically, yeah, I think the playbook has gotten exposed. AMC stock shouldn't even be that high, because even though it's opened up, people are chilling at the house still. Yeah, I, yeah, like, I agree. I like, agree. You know, AMC so,
1: AMC barely survived last year. They were on the brink, brink of uh, bankruptcy, I think, or being going out of business completely. But this shit pretty much saved
0: them. Yeah. yeah. I, have, yeah. I have seen where... Um, I did see something the other day where AMC AMC uh their CEO is actually taking advantage of this. And they have something, I think they have a portal for their investors to be able to um, what was it? They have a portal for certain investors that have invested in AMC to be able to get movie deals or something like that. Like they've oh, actually damn, that's crazy. Yeah, so they actually integrated what's going on into the business model. See, GameStop hasn't done that because GameStop, like literally basically what we're seeing is how manipulated the stock market is but that's all we're seeing because you can't explain how GameStop, you you can't explain how GameStop stock is shot up or is that high like that you really can't explain how amc stock is like that because even though it's open back up people aren't just now just going no no people aren't just going out like that right now to a movie theater to movie theater let's get let me get it right not right not right now um so basically yeah I,
1: yeah we've seen a say, playbook yeah i was gonna say i've been to the movies recently and um yeah, there's still it's still spread out in terms of social distancing and stuff like that. So it's not crowded like that, you know. I mean, there was a good amount of people out, but it wasn't to where it wasn't pre-COVID like theater um, theater population wise.
0: And I think um, what I meant with this going what this is going to lead to like a transition. I think this is um, another manipulative tool. Uh, uh, you know, it's. They're trying to basically prove a point to get us off of centralization to get us into a pseudo decentralized uh, economy because they're going to tell you that the, the government and some of these big heads are saying they're all about DeFi and decentralization, but it's not. And I still don't think that they're, they're talking in the same sense of like true decentralization. They're going to have some control over this, and actually more control. So I think that they're going to ultimately try to get everything pushed into being tokenized and DeFi, as they say. Um, through this, Do what's going on with the stock market, and it yeah. may be it may end with them trying to crash the market all the way. Like, I think something big is gonna happen with all the markets, but specifically, the, tra- the traditional markets are gonna uh probably be affected
1: the yeah. most. And uh, Robin Hood again froze people's transactions uh, a couple of days ago. But they said, that they said it wasn't their fault That time. They said it was... Uh, I think they said it was SEC or something. Somebody stepped in and they froze it.
0: Um, SEC did, I believe.
1: Yeah. So I was, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, well, you know, the only rational thing they can do is add Sheba to uh, Robin Hood to make up for this bullshit. And then you can get on the people's good side again and you're going to make a boatload of fucking money. You're going to make so much money that it's going to be ridiculous. Like, when you thought Dogecoin did something, put that shit up there and watch what happens. Oh, and there's already a petition where over a hundred thousand people have signed to get it listed on Robinhood. So you think they're not? You think they haven't seen that shit? Like, bro. Like again, like you said, it, it all leads back to crypto.
0: Yeah, um, I haven't spoken a group chat. I, I did uh, last week um, about how I said technic- the So. The technical analysis, in my opinion, shows that BTC, which is going to move the crypto, which is the thing that moves the crypto markets, is definitely going to crash to 10 to 20,000. Um, so just be aware that I think a lot of what's going on now is a trap. It's, a, it's a, what they call a bull trap. You can still accumulate, but I'm accumulating my fiat for interest uh, later in the summer. Um because I think it's going to if you look at the if you look at the chart for the last year cryptocurrency I'll say for the last at least 8 months crypto has just been out of control and if you look at the point where it started getting out of control is when bitcoin hit around like 8 it, it hit between it hit about 20,000 I would say when it started, when it blasted through the last all time high that's when the, that's when the shit just went stupid so, but if you look at what's really going on with them manipulating these markets, basically the last year they've propped this market up, the Federal Reserve, to this point to where they're going to take all, the, all everybody's money out to start um, funding infrastructure and what they call it, the, this fourth industrial revolution or whatever. This is why the market's crashing like this. It ain't got nothing to do with Elon Musk tweets. It ain't got nothing to do with the, apart- the Department of Justice seizing $2.3 million by hacking a Bitcoin account. We all know this bullshit. Even if they, if, if, if they, I got an alert today that said the Department of Justice was able to recover two point three million dollars in funds. Well, how come they're not going to recover all the missing funds? Think about it. You know what I mean? Think about it. You can, you can hear that article, read the article. No, it's some fucking bullshit. That's not why the market is it's crashed again to 30, 32,000. No, that's not. It's not. It's being manipulated. It's yeah. going to crash to ten to twenty thousand. I'm telling you that right now. But each time it's going to have these take these big dumps it's going to be some type of figurehead or news event that they're going to try to say happened when at the end of the day, you really can't manipulate this code. You can't the, the way you, the way that they are manipulating, they are manip- manipulating the code, but you can't say a headline is they're trying to use traditional ways of manipulation to try to convince you to show that they're not manipulating the market when they are. See with the crypto, you can manipulate it more, but it's, it's, it's more, it's more exposure. You people, what? the people can see it. Yeah, you can see it. You can follow the money and see, oh, the federal uh tether is or USDC, which are stable coins, is at a dollar, and this is this much volume on this day. So you know more than likely the market's gonna dump. Tether has been over a dollar for like the last month or two, and it's been dipping and going sideways, dipping and going sideways. You can see it with the crypto markets. It ain't the news is not what's manipulating this shit. The news is manipulating metals and in the, uh, tr- the traditional markets. But where crypto is still being manipulated, but you can see it with certain indicators. You can't necessarily see it in the other markets.
1: Yeah, it's like you see these huge, uh, you see these wells, uh, they call wells in the crypto community. Um, you know, people that hold large amounts of certain coins. You see these wells uh, just dumping a huge amount of coins at one time, like billions of coins for some, of like a, Maybe a meme coin, or, or you, you see them putting uh, dumping millions of dollars of Bitcoin or something like that. And, you know, you'll see people saying, "Damn, who the fuck is dumping all of that?" Think about it, like like you said, think about the manipulation. It's like they do these things for a certain reason to throw people off. You gotta you gotta figure out all the tricks, you know, the hints, Easter eggs of this game if you want to survive it. You know, um, it's not for the it's not for the weak hearted and uh yeah there's gonna be more bumpy roads coming but there's I think there's gonna be light on the other side because we know this is where it's transitioning the financial system is going it's going completely digital and yeah like I look at it like they'll throw people out there like you said with Elon and he's not he doesn't have the power that people think he has you know um to, to where, you know, he's, he, he gets online, he does memes, and they'll interpret it as something else. And then they'll just, you know, like you said, they'll just attach that to, oh, this is why we're in a downward tra- uh, trajectory right now. This is why the cross isn't happening, a bullish cross or something like that in the technical analysis. And the technical analysis doesn't tell you everything. It tells you a small amount of what's actually yeah. going on. That's why I don't even really look at the charts like that. To be real you. I look at them and see the trend. If I see something that's like, uh, nah, I ain't even going to fuck with that. If I see something that's, that's gradually, then I can see. And I look at the, you know, look at the market cap and circulating supply. But then again, it's like market cap doesn't really even matter. If you look more into the tokenomics of things, um, It's it's a lot, man. It's a lot that goes into it, but it's obviously being manipulated. And I think about um, what Vitalik, the the creator of Ethereum. I was just watching. He was on a podcast and he was talking about the dog coins, how they've been going crazy, and how you were saying just in general the the crypto market has been going crazy the past eight months or so. He was talking about um how you know the thing that happened with uh, Shiba last month in May and how he didn't even know they just gave him. He said they were clever how they did it. They just sent it to a wallet. Um, For those who don't know, I'm talking about Shiba again, because uh, one, I think it's going to be something big one day, and two, I hold a nice percentage in it. Um, So I guess I'm technically a well. But uh, anyways, he was like, yeah, they they gave him 50% of all, the supply, circulating supply. They sent it to a wallet. He didn't even realize until he saw it. And he was like, what the fuck? And, um, you know, he said he didn't want to have that much power on his hands, you know, to just manipulate, you know, commit, manipulate shit. So what he did was he sent 90 percent of it to a dead wallet. He's talking about he sent it to a wallet that the keys he couldn't even access or it was, it was extremely hard to access. He was—he's in the U.S. and his uh, the keys were in like Canada or some shit. So he said he had to get his family to read out the keys to him or something like that. And he sent it to the that wallet. That's ninety percent. Then he sent the other ten percent to a crypto relief fund for India right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and people was like, "Well, you know, why the fuck did he do that? Like that just sent the price going down. It was going parabolic." Well, I get it. I understand why he says he did it, you know, um, because he didn't want to have that much control over the market like that. But then he did the thing where to where he um, he he sent it, and people was like, "Oh yeah, you know, he did it for a good reason." I was like, "Bro, like that man literally just sent like seven billion dollars to a dead fucking wallet. Like that's crazy. I mean, that's just crazy to me. Like he's making so much." Money, I can see like he don't really give a fuck. Like it's like, all right, he's the creator of, of Ethereum, you know. Um, well, why just
0: talk- give that money yet? Why didn't he just transfer, trans, you know, convert it to something else and actually give the money? Away?
1: I think the dude, you would have to look in the the, the podcast. The dude, I think he pro- he might have asked him that, but I don't even remember. I just remember he was talking about the dog coins have being. You know, they've been going crazy and stuff like that. And he actually didn't say nothing bad about them for doing that. He was like, it's clever why they, you know, how they did that. And um, he actually, he did something that helped uh, push it back up, which was burning. When he burned that 90%, it took down the circulating supply. So that helped out a bit with the demand on that end of it. But uh, I just wonder where the price would have been if he never sold, if he never sent that to a dead wallet, where that price would have went. Because dog coins are going like insane right now still, you know. Um, but that's that's another thing where you're saying like they're, they're trying to get a hold of it. That's where they're, they're trying to get control of people doing because people are making hundreds of thousands, if not millions like that dude crypto messiah black, uh, just a regular just a regular black dude. You know what I mean? Um, he invested like 1700 in Shiba in January. So he made like $60 million off of that. He's now, he's a meme king on Twitter. Like they, all the meme coins, I follow his account because I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find Pump and Dump so I can make some bands real quick. He put all day on Twitter. He just tweets out different meme coins. He's like, oh, this looks b- bullish. This looks great. Oh, shit. This about to go to this about that one hundred X or something like that. Um, to the point where he said in fourteen days he didn't put he didn't put his account out there like he did with the Sheba. He showed his actual um, MetaMask It had twenty million dollars in it. Um, and then he said he's fight, like he he had got arrested and shit. It showed he showed a video of him being arrested or the cop pulling him over and shit. And he's like, man, I'm rich as fuck. I don't give a fuck about no court and shit like that. At got to the point where he said in 14 days he became a billionaire so you know some people might be like cap or whatever but i'm like bruh nah i mean that shit can happen just like that sure it's pro- it's unrealized because it's just sitting in a digital wallet but that shit can change just like that you know uh, specifically with these meme coins and shit they come up and they go down like super fucking fast like if you can get it right at the bottom before it takes off Oh, you can might like, get 100x, 1000x, who knows. You know, um and he's become like a crypto king to the where a meme king. He's the, like the king of the meme coins to where fucking uh Binance dude, uh, the uh CEO of Binance was uh taking shot, he was sneak dissing him on Twitter. He was like, you know, um yeah, don't beware of the people that they just post um meme coins all day or something like that. And uh tell you to get into him and shit. And he was like, nigga, I'm probably he quoted with it, he's like, I'm probably richer than you already. Mm-hmm. Like, he's talking to the dude at Bonas. And uh, you know, people are just trying to tell him to be humble and shit. I just saying, bro, like, that's how quick chickens change though. Your life can really change just like that if you make the right play. It's about learning that, like I said before, the hints, you know, finding the Easter eggs of this game. This manipulated game—if you understand it—in the end, you will come out on with the receiving hand.
0: Yeah, you gotta—that's what I, I want to work on too—is being more humble. Um, but you said it's Binance, and I was wanting to speak on the Binance smart chain. People are talking about how crazy that is.
1: That shit um, is crazy,
0: yeah. But you, have you been seeing all the different flash loan attacks and uh, the different the different? Um, Rug pools have been that's been going yeah, on with the Bonnet Smart Chain. There was
1: a couple, um, the crypto messiah dude. I follow him. There was a couple plays I got into because he tweeted about it and there were rug pools. Uh, but there was one that I'm still in that I don't think it's a rug pool because I look, it's just a meme. Obviously, it's just a meme. I'm just waiting for it to pump one good time and then I'm out. Um, but that's that's the danger with this shit. That's the danger with meme coins. No, I do I have all my money in memes? Fuck No. I got utilities. I got, I, I got a mix of everything, bro. Like, you know. But this is where my attention is at right now because this is really hot right now. This meme shit is hot. That NFT shit here today, gone tomorrow. It's not even really. Po- I don't know if you've seen it, but that NFT shit market has just went down like fast. There's still some creators out there, and I see some NFTs. I'm like, yeah, that shit is hard. But I'm like, would I pay that for that NFT? I think NFTs are going to come back and be stronger than they were before. Um, I still think NFTs have a place in the market, but right now they might have been too ahead of their time, or to where it's just money laundering and people like, "What the fuck is this shit?" You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's just me coming from like an artist standpoint. Of course, I would want to see artists make money. You know, doing something like this is—I think it's cool. Um, but this meme shit is extremely hot right now. You got influencers, celebrities all jumping on that shit, and coins 100x and 1000x this one coin I'm I'm in right now I think I told you about you can buy the digital uh, land Richie it's about to come out with that. see and this is what to people listening this is what I'm talking about with um, with coins new coins whether it's a meme whether it's a utility coin that's just started you gotta look for news with that project and then that's the perfect time to jump in Richie is the coin I'm talking about Richie on June 10th you know on my birthday on the eclipse you know people are saying that's going to be a big day for multiple reasons um hopefully Shiba swap if that shit drops on my birthday I might fucking lose it but um uh what was I going to say damn I, I lost my train of thought I was saying okay Richie where you can buy digital land like this this isn't no regular meme coin. You got to look into the, like this shit is next. I think it's really that. Sh- I think it's going to provide utility and it's about to provide utility. Why? Because they're dropping an app called rich folio where you can mm. track. Yeah. On the app on, on the Google play store, look up rich folio. Um, it drops June 10th. They got their account on Twitter that, where you can, uh, you can track the coin. You can track how many coins you have. You can track news on it and shit. And there's rewards that come with it. That's the shit I'm talking about. So I just jumped in it yesterday. I ain't put a lot into that shit. I had like $23 in um, Binance uh Smart Chain tokens on my uh, trust wallet. I threw that shit right into Richie. Now I got over 800 million of those Richie coins. Cause this shit is about to drop, and who knows? Yeah, it might not be the perfect time for them to drop because the market is down, but this is still something that could provide what's the key word? Utility. That's what people love to hear. Utility. It goes from being a meme coin to a coin with utility, and people take it seriously. And who knows, this shit could shoot through the fucking atmosphere, you know. So that's certain that's stuff to look for, too.
0: I looked it up. Uh you said it was called Rich Folio. Yeah. I can't find it on the Google Play Store.
1: It's not up there yet. Uh, you can okay. look on. You can look on Twitter at Richie R I C H I E. They got their their um Twitter account and they got a trailer that that shows it. That it's about it's about to drop on uh, June tenth. But uh, people think that day, yeah, like I was saying, it's going to be big for a multitude of reasons. Um, yeah, June tenth, you know. For me, obviously, that's my birthday, so that's going to be interesting to say the least, and I'm expecting something big to happen that day regardless uh, with the eclipse, and uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, that, that's going to be a big eclipse. Um, you know, the energy's been weird. I, I wanted to kind of speak on that in a second, but I I was wanting to kind of continue with what you were speaking on, bringing up the SEC. Uh, people, are, people are about to see what the – how government is the problem and on two ends you got the sec court case against xrp um which is which is basically bullshit but also you have the sec halting markets hal- hal- halting the buying actions on certain markets like um uh, like uh robin hood because and this is why they halted the action now, now as a cryptocurrency holders both of us this is this is about to sound crazy the sec will block a certain company or people from buying and selling a certain company, if they go over a certain if they increase by 100 percent, I believe in, in within a day or within a certain period of time, because, you know, the stock market is extremely regulated. Right. So that's why they halted the, the, the buy and sell of AMC, um, because it increased like 100 percent in a day or some shit. It went from like they're, they're trying to limit limit the price. Yes, and that goes back to it being manipulated and it being not just manipulated because oh, they're manipulating it, it's because it's centralized. It's because they make so much money off of manipulating your money off of screwing you that you know now, now that you're winning, now that you have so many people winning, they got to stop the market because it will yeah. crash, it will crash, it will crash that stock, it will yeah. crash that stock, it will crash exchanges if they allow the uh, if they allow little brother. Which you know, I'm guessing, I'm calling that calling the people that allowing you know them to win. So you know, a lot is going to be exposed about the about what's going on on all levels, especially financial. Because um, you can you can see the dichotomy with the SEC. Like you can see they're everywhere. They got court cases in the cryptocurrency. They are doing shit in the stock market. They're a the problem. It's, they're a the problem. And I, and it's my thought process that the government is actually high, the CIA, FBI, or whatever. The CIA and NSA are hiring these hackers to hack people's accounts, not just crypto, but you know, banks, card numbers, shit like that too. That's going to come out. I don't think, yeah, I
1: don't think that's out of the realm of possibility because if you look at how, you know, with the collusion of the elections uh, with Russia and, you know, it's all, it's like a meme now when somebody gets hacked, oh, he was, it was a Russian hacker and shit. So yeah, like who's not, who's to say that they don't work together? in cahoots to cause these these fucking huge uh, hacks, data hacks and shit out of nowhere, Colonial Pipeline and all that shit. Like They're not behind this shit. They're just th- more manipulation.
0: Smithfield, I think with Smithfield Factory in North Carolina, one of our uh, beef factories got hacked uh, last week where it yeah. decreased production by like 22% or something like that. But all of this is bullshit. All of this is bullshit because if you know anything about economics, you know that we're going into a hyperinflationary period. See, we're ba- we're basically already in a worse of the. De- we've been in a worse depression than the than in the nineteen thirties, but we've been in this depression since two thousand eight. We've been in this shit since two thousand eight. It's just it probably it was a recession, but it definitely is some shit that we've never never the shit that's going on now. We've never had this happen. We've never had it to where states like Texas have more unemployed people. Or they have more unemployed people than, uh, no, is it more jobs available than unemployed? Something crazy. They have like, and, and certain states have millions of people just unemployed, just, just getting mm. impl- unemployment <clears throat> benefits. This has never happened before because one, you ain't never had the government just give you money. Yeah. You know, and that's not always good. And we're about to see why. And two, you never had people to not just go get a job when they're available. Like it ain't like it like it ain't like it's the unemployment rates like it was when Obama was in the office or or George Bush, taking second, second uh, term of George Bush. The unemployment rate ain't that high. I mean, the yeah. But the difference then you couldn't get jobs. Now you can get jobs and the unemployment rate is still higher because the government's paying you money, but they you're, you're basically aiding in, the, in in this collapse of this of this of this system that's about to happen and that's going on because you know they're going to use these hacks which they could be real hacks. My mindset is these are real hacks that the government allowed other that the government are are colluding with with other people with other other elites or other governments of other countries. They're yeah. colluding with these government with these governments. Because they're trying to make it look like its They're trying to give a reason on why we're going through Why we're about to go through hyperinflation They're trying to make it They're trying to give us an excuse or a reason On why, you know, a pack of hot dogs Costs a, a, a $2 but Why that shit's about to cost $8 Why a loaf of bread is about to cost $10 Why milk is about to be like $10 We're going through hyperinflation We're about to go through some wicked ass shit And, you know, I was thinking about this too Like the government is, you know, with them starting to pull back this unemployment shit. Do you know what it's going? You know what it's going to end up to, right? It's going to end up to them pulling everything. And I, I, I can almost guarantee in the next two, in the next three years, they're going to get everything from. They're going to start with the unemployment that they gave out, but they're going to start pulling programs like Medicaid. um You know, traditional unemployment. They're going to start pulling all this shit, and they're going to crush the will of the people to where we're going to have to jump onto the new system, which is going to be a uh, controlled digital system. This is that they already laid the infrastructure. They already laid the infrastructure. They already, already laid everything for that shit. You can see them saying, uh, the cases are decreasing, all this and that, uh, everything that we predicted, everything yeah. that we predicted, everything that we predicted, but I'm telling you, it's going to get even more wickeder. And I still think the truth is going to come out that all this shit is the government doing it. It ain't, ain't none of this shit organic. Ain't nothing happened with these markets organic. Ain't none of these hacks organic. Ain't no fucking way. They can tell. They can see a motherfucker's face from a satellite, from a drone satellite, through a motherfucking wall. They
1: can cre- hear you. I mean, who cre- who created the markets?
0: Exactly. And if you don't think uh, that they didn't create Bitcoin, then you are out of your fucking mind. Are You yeah. are out of your fucking mind. Yeah. They did create this shit, but I think it got out of, I think it ended up getting out of out of control. And they're, they're trying to manipulate it through fear. Because it's 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 a it's code. It's it's a different type of code. It ain't like stocks, you know, it's different. Yeah. It's actual code. So they're trying to do indirect, they're, they're indirectly manipulating it through different ways. Um but yeah, yeah, with these pipelines attack and these cyber attacks and shit, yeah. This shit is is the government. It's, it's the government doing this shit. It's the government allowing this shit I mean, period because they're trying to mask a way to hide what's going on. I think, which is the collapse of this, of this economy, the collapse of the dollar and hyperinflationary period that we're going to have to go through, uh, but while at the same time they're cutting, they're cutting, uh, all benefit. they're going to cut every benefit. I think, I think they're going to cut every benefit, everything, Medicaid, social security, when it's all said and done, in the next couple years, they're gonna start cutting shit left and right, and you know, start. We're gonna be in a kind of a bear market, but a bear market is a good market to accumulate. You gotta realize that it ain't the red is red. good to buy. You always buy in the red, yeah. um, but they're gonna really, really, really bend the will of the people emotionally. Like this shit, that we ain't going This shit that we we're, that we're going through and that we're about to go through, it's nothing like this shit. Period. Period. What do you that's
1: think? What, what do you think about anonymous? Pretty much threatening uh, Elon Musk for manipulation. That,
0: that confirmed to me that that's the CIA. That the anonymous group that we're seeing is not the tradition. I think it was the original group they got infiltrated, and I think this this anonymous that we're seeing is just a is just infiltrated by the CIA, and it's just the CIA or the NSA doing this shit, trying to make give us a narrative. This nigga Elon Musk is not controlling the markets like this. It's the Federal Reserve that's doing this shit. It's the banks and the Federal Reserve motherfuckers has actually got more power than Elon Musk. It's not him. He's the figurehead. He's their figurehead for blame. They're going to try to blame him to not allow you to realize that this market is manipulated. But not only that it's manipulated, that you can actually follow this manipulation if you yeah. pay attention. You can you can follow their manipulation. You can't do that with stocks. You can't do that with uh, gold or with, you know, with with metals and other commodities, with cryptocurrency, with it being on a blockchain and being transparent, you can still follow the manipulation. And I think they're trying to use traditional manip- manipulation methods to keep people stumped up. And one of that is, you know, the media and having a figurehead in the media, having a or he's, he's the problem. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they have a fake court case with him being sued by the SEC. And, it, you know. It, it ain't, ain't nothing gonna happen, but they're gonna they're using them as a figurehead to not let you understand that, that the banks and the actual motherfucking Federal Reserve is what's taking your fucking money. That's what <laughs> it is. It ain't Elon Musk, it's the Federal Reserve manipulating the, mar- the markets. That's what they're trying to do, in my opinion. So, Anonymous is bullshit. This is these Elon Musk tweets are bullshit, and Teslas are bullshit, actually. You know, I'm not saying actual technology, but. It's a reason why people aren't buying like you you see the Teslas but you don't see them for them to be a Fortune fucking 5 company. You don't see them enough for them to be a Fortune 5 company for them to be that good cuz you understand that's it's a government utility. This is why he got SpaceX. He is funded by the fucking government. Like people aren't sold on that shit yet. Who the fuck wants to I'm looking at it like this. Why would I want to? I, I, okay, it's cool. It's cool, and all. I do like the test the technology. And it is. It may have a part, a piece in the future. It will. They're going to force it. They're going. It's going to be forced on us uh, in the future. But I got. I mean, there ain't even enough charging stations everywhere. Like I can't. I live in the country. Yeah. You know what I mean, I live in the country. I got to go all the way to fucking the other side of Charlotte to charge my shit. Yeah. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? And then if the shit break down. Like if, if the shit break down, it ain't like you could just fix that shit yourself. Period. You gonna it's yeah. gonna cost a grip.
1: Yeah, and I also I think it's important too. With also, I mean, with, with looking at you know Elon and his tweets and stuff, also be wary of the people that claim to be on the side of the everyday person. But they also, but they're behind closed doors and cahoots with the government and working on just p- pushing the the fud that they have, the fear, uncertainty, uncertainty and doubt that they have. Um, like I, I see one um, YouTuber or crypto YouTuber that I was watching, supposed to be about posting about altcoins and stuff, and he said something where I just was like, all right, it's time to stop. Uh, Listening, well, seeing his tweets and shit, he pretty much he pretty much denounced Ethereum for Bitcoin. I'm like, but you're supposed to be the person that covers altcoins, but you're just denouncing it or some shit. I was like, bro, like, yeah, and there people in his replies were like, nah, what are you talking about? Like, how like how are you talking down on this? But you're supposed to be the person that's pushing altcoins. Like, that makes sense to me. That's why I was like, bro, like, I can't even really. Look at some of these YouTubers and shit cuz I'm like, bro, these motherfuckers are in this shit too cuz did you see that you see that Bitcoin convention bullshit? Like No,
0: I didn't look at it cuz it's bullshit.
1: The dude was like screaming like fuck Elon. We're never we're not selling. It was cringe as fuck to see that shit. I was like, bro, like how y'all I mean, okay, I get Bitcoin is the biggest name, but it's like all y'all are just so uh y'all shilling that shit. It's like, bro, it's like I feel like there's so much there's so many other better options than Bitcoin to put your money and time into you know, Um, Bitcoin yeah, Bitcoin moves the market for now but I don't think that's what is always going to be the
0: case it has its place though, but this is why I don't understand, like I don't understand you'll never hear me say you know me personally, I only really like to invest in utility, like I have to see certain shit that is doing certain things use the technology but you not going to sit up here and hear me say, oh, fuck the meme coins or anything like that. Like, I'm not, I, my emotions aren't in it. I see that this is a whole new financial system in this, and it's a whole new ecosystem. All this shit has a place. Yeah. All of it has a place. A lot of people speaking emotions because they didn't, I wasn't a part of Dogecoin and making gains from Dogecoin. I'm not going to sit up here and say, don't invest in it. I'm going to say, do your fucking research. No, the only thing I know about it is, it, it, it is a, it's a it's an old old token. It is proven that it's a uh it is a it's it's been uh branched off from the original Bitcoin technology from the original Bitcoin code. So it is similar, but it's different. It's different in fundamentals, it's different in in uh, max supplies, and it's different in circulating supply. Um, you gotta do yeah. your research. And I but I'm not gonna sit up here and say don't invest in it because I only invest in utility and utility is the only thing that matter. Same with Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a is i even still feel like yeah it's superior technology but for what bitcoin for the technology bitcoin is good for it is the king when it comes to it being deflationary when it comes to it being the, the old dog on the on the block and if you think about it if you have if you have a digital and a tokenized tech, uh economy you don't you want to have tokens that aren't instant instant settlement you want to if because if it's a hedge what if you do send that shit mistakenly to somewhere? You and say we do increase in, increase the technology to be able to, you know, receive funds, well, or to be able to uh, get get lost funds or whatever. Which is going, which they do have that technology. Then you're gonna you're gonna need something like Bitcoin. You're not gonna want to instantly send. Say say Bitcoin is used as a hedge, like digital gold. Then, already in my mind, that means the price has to at least be 100k or a million. It has to have a big number to it because it's already deflationary in nature. It's only 21 million tokens that will ever be made. Right. It ain't ain't like the dollar where you can just, where it's 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 infinite. Just the nature of the technology has to make the price go up. This is why you, if you know that, you know this much, this shit can crash to zero, but it's still going to go up because it's deflationary. It's only 21 million pieces of code that's going to be made for this token. It's deflationary. We don't have anything in our society right now or prior to this that was technically deflationary. We don't this is a new technology. So I even know, yes, I that's not my go-to, but I know for what it's used for, that that has a place in this new ecosystem. So I don't understand and like Ethereum. Ethereum, I think I heard the other day was 20 to 30% of the market ERC20 tokens. Like, Ethereum is the new internet. Like, you gotta be an idiot to think that, I mean, you gotta be dumb to think that, that all these shits can't inter- intermingle. This is where people invest with their emotions and get crazy and get blinded and don't see, because I'm looking way down the line. I don't give a fuck about this shit going on right now. I'm looking way down the line. I'm looking in 2025 when everywhere is looking like fucking Japan. Like, everywhere is like, it's every. it's a whole new fucking system. Everything's new. This is what they land infrastructure for. It's, it's starting with the crypto market. This is what I'm looking at. So I don't fuck a Bitcoin convention, or Ethereum convention. I don't give a fuck about that, that bullshit. I'm looking at what I'm investing in and researching and what I feel like is going to help me. And I'm taking my emotions all out of this shit. I'm not going to sit up here and say, oh, this is better than that. This is better than that. I am going to tell you if, if something is bullshitted, I feel like it's a rug pull, like really feel like it's a rug pull. I will let you know that. But you're not really going to hear me speak on a lot. Cause you're not going to hear me speak on a uh, negatively on a lot of, a lot of shit. You're not.
1: Yeah. I don't um, understand it. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not going to look down on nobody for how they getting money, you know, in this, uh, this new world and oh, this digital world and shit like that. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. You know what the risk, well, you should know what the risk is when you're getting into this stuff. I mean, there's risk with these, you quote unquote utility coins, qu- coins i mean shit who knows what these what the true uh meaning behind this shit is uh in terms of these coins and what they're doing for the world and whatnot you know um but yeah yeah i just think that shit is just it's just stupid to me like how people just denounce people for what they invest in or they're too emotional about certain projects it's like they keep they're blind about one project and not seeing all these other options it's like diversification is the key to the is you know that's key in this game and uh looking long term too and not looking for just sh- uh, shorts all the time like shorting coins all the time you gotta look 5 10 15 years down the road and think about what could this project do potentially going down that road so i agree so yeah. i agree
0: it's about it's about how far because a lot of people that get tribalistic and emotional i don't want to say young investors but i want to say young when it comes to their knowledge and their research because they still have their emotions in it if you know i'm not married to none of these where nobody's married to any of this shit like i'm right, here to make right. money
1: yeah. <laughs> i'm here i'm, I'm, yeah, here to, I'm, a, I'm a capitalist yeah. You
0: know? i'm here to be financially free I'm i don't a give a fuck if it's dogecoin i don't care if it's, if, if sheba is the, is the one it is the one yeah, yeah. If there's yeah, any that, of these other. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. If I'm don't. If i a part of it, I am. If I'm not, that's my but, mistake.
1: But yeah, and it's like people got to understand too. Like, yeah, like I said earlier, yeah, you can make fast money off this shit just like that. Specifically right now for these meme coins, if you pick the right project at the right time and put enough money in, you could get 100x off that shit easily, you know, on a certain project. But that's not the case. There's a lot of rug pulls out there. There's a lot of scams, fake airdrops, all that shit. You know that you gotta look at too. and also it's like a, with some of these newer investors, like you said, I'll be looking in like on Telegram and these different groups and shit. People be like, "When this is gonna go to a dollar or something like that?" And it's like you don't understand the like. Look at the circulating supply, and now let's look at the market cap, and now let's look at how long if if that shit went to a dollar, like, um, because people were saying like Sheba, like. <clears throat> Dude, if Shiba went to a dollar right now, it would crash the world economy. Like, that's how much, that, that's how many, that's out there. It's like over 400 tri- uh, 800 trillion or something. That would crash the fucking world economy if that shit was to get to a dollar right now. A lot would have to happen for that to happen. There would have to be a lot of burning. There would have to be catalysts such as this DeFi exchange that they're working on that's being audited right now by Certic. You know, um, now, that's a huge catalyst that it, it being listed on like Robinhood, Coinbase, stuff like that. But burning. Yeah, that would 100 percent happen. Like I look at some of these coins, ones that are around a penny and shit. People are like, yeah, when is going to go to a dollar? I'm like, bro, it's just not it's just not possible. You know, you got to have realistic expectations, too, with some of these coins like. You know, you look at Polygon and it's around a dollar and something right now. Realistic expectation for that is to hit $10 at some point, not $100 a $1,000. You know what I mean? Like these crazy numbers people just throw out there, but they don't understand the tokenomics, you know, behind these projects. You got to be realistic. Yeah, most people aren't going to become millionaires overnight. You can gradually. If you, you know, invest in the right projects at the right time, then you hodl and you know not focus on day trading all the time you know day, how about having you can have a, a, a wallet where you're just day trading a wallet where you're hodling you know you could you can multitask but you got to understand what you're getting yourself into and then you can get into leveraging and that's a huge risk in itself too so yeah getting, you got to understand getting into this shit is not a get rich quick uh scheme you know, and I think a lot of these newer investors think that's what it's about, but it's it's so much more than that.
0: Yeah, I'm a tourist, so you know I like to build build my damn foundation. If it takes me five years, 10 years, I want to build my foundation to have the guarantee of stability than to do something quick overnight. Cause I know if I get it quick overnight, I can I'll probably lose it quicker quick overnight too. So I just want to really know the ins and outs of what I'm investing in. And yeah. you know. I think over the next five years, you know, over the next five years, the next five years is going to move faster than the last 20. In my opinion, I mean, it's already moving so fast, but these next five years are going to be so fucking, I mean, it's going to be so wild. It's going to be so wild. It's, it's just going to be, it's going to move like a, like a, like a damn, like two decades is how I look at it. Time is moving faster and it's something to that. Um, but yeah, you got to do your research. You got to do your own research, With these markets, because you know they are manipulated, and you know you, you and I, us, the people, that this is how the big heads make money through their manipulation. They make money off of us. So, um, yeah, and
1: and, um, another thing is, is a lot of people that I tell about this uh, about crypto, um, it's either one or two things. It's like I feel like I'm too late. Ah, uh, I think I heard. You know, that's just a scam. Ah, uh, um, damn! How fast can I make money off of this? You know, it's it's one of those three things, or it's uh Well, you know, they're like, I don't know if I, you know, like like you said, like like I said before, like ah, uh, yeah, it's a scam. Like, how can you really make money from this? And then I'll be like explaining it to them, and. Then I'll tell them about, you know, there's already ATMs, crypto ATMs. A lot of times they do not even realize that that they're already out in the public. It's in plain sight and people are just ignoring it. You know, and I'm just saying, like, this is the future that the future is now. And, yeah, I kind of, when I be talking to them, I feel like Da Vinci in 2013. Like, that. that's how I feel now. Like, what he was saying then, that's how I feel now. Trying to tell people about this shit, you know. I, and I keep telling them, I feel like I'm like, yo, it's still extremely early. Like it's still really early. What they say, ninety something percent of the country doesn't is not even invested in crypto or some shit. Like ninety something plus, it's still extremely early, man. <laughs>
0: It's all about crypto. Well, it's all about tokenization. I'm gonna stop saying crypto. I'm gonna start saying tokenization because it's even bigger than these cryptocurrencies because you have you're gonna have tokens that aren't currencies. You're gonna have tokens for land, for NFTs. It's all about tokenization is what I'm gonna start to say. And uh it's tokenization, actual land ownership, um, and and your your commodities, you know, metals. Ten, there is going to be some tangibility behind this but it's mostly going to be about tokenization because even everything everything we have or, or that we own is going to be tokenized and once that happens i mean i'm not necessarily I, i'm worried about surviving you know living surviving being able to see the you know the next day Stand, you know stand emotionally balanced so i don't become emotionally unstable and staying focused um and having the strength to huddle, <laughs> having the strength to hold. That's it. Yeah,
1: I I look at it like, man, because I, I look at some of these people like the crypto messiah dude, you know, um, and how he talked about how it, did, it just happened. It wasn't overnight. It took months for this to happen. You know, this investment he didn't think was going to be something like what it became. And you just sitting there and you looking at your digital wallet and you just got millions sitting there. And it's just like, for one, it's not easy to move that amount of money. So it's going to take a while to move it over time. But it's just like knowing that you have it there. It's like, how do you? I'm thinking to myself, how would I be able to stay disciplined at that point? You know, um, and I I, th- I be thinking about that because I'm, I'm like, man, when I make my first million, like, how am I going to feel about it? Am I going to change who I am or? The, the people around me going to change? Well, first of all, people ain't going to know, unless it's my real close people, that I, I made this amount of money. You know what I mean? I'm not going to tell. I'm not... See, that. that's one thing I don't understand with these, some of these people. Like, they broadcast their entire holdings and shit. I'm like, why are you doing that? You putting a target on your back.
0: Sure.
1: Like, the crypto messiah dude, like, he showed his holdings over $20 million, Now he getting pulled over by the cops and shit. Now he got court cases and shit. I'm like, bro, like, I'm like why are you put po- I'm like why are you post it's one thing to say you made that much but then it's another thing to post it I'm like see that's where you fucked up I'm not posting shit like that I might post percentage like you're not going to understand how much I put in though just look at the green number and look at the percentage and then you understand or you'll see when I buy all this fucking land that I'm going to buy and probably start my own colony or some shit like I mean like I, dude, like I got so much, pl- I got so many plans with this shit, bro. Like, people don't get it, bro. Like, it's like what you said with looking five, ten years. That's what I'm looking. I believe uh, I'm a futurist, you know, in that aspect. And yeah, it's just like I don't really have the desire to do nothing really stupid, like in terms of buying shit, because I could have when uh, the shit happened last month with Sheba, I could have did something really stupid. Um, But I didn't. I could have bought. I could have sold everything, and just threw it into like Bitcoin or some shit like that, and just chilled or paid off student loans or some shit like that. I didn't do nothing. I just, well, I took out a little bit of profit just to know that it's real, and um, just let just let it ride because I know there's gonna be way more than that. You know, I mean, I know there's gonna be way more than that. So I guess that's part of the discipline in itself. You know, when looking into this. You know, going about it because a lot of people are so thirsty to get rich overnight. But it's like, if that shit happens to you, are you truly ready for that? Can you handle it? I don't think a lot of people can handle it, but they want it badly. I think it's more so grat. It'd be more, it'd be more um, satisfying if it happens to you gradually over time, over the course of several years or so. Rather than just happening like a day or two. Like, you're not going to know what to do with yourself at that point. You You gotta
0: have that discipline. Like you said, you got to, I mean, because it's like, I, how I look at it is, okay, I got it. I got to keep it. I I go like, I go like, it's the opposite. Like, it's like, nah, fuck that. I'm not like, dude, like I, I I feel like for some people it's the opposite really, because at the end of the day, like, like you said, if you do it gradually over time and it's like, you know, you don't want to go back to what you had before you're going to do whatever you can and I think sometimes you're going to the extreme to keep your shit, you'll yeah. get more frugal. Some people, some people will just and we're, we're in the, it.
1: Dude, like we're in the digital age, bro. It's like, imagine you get your first million or two and you post it on Instagram and all that. It's like, you know, everybody's going to see this. It's like all of a sudden you get you look at your usual view account and it's usually not that many people. All of a sudden it's triple that. Everybody looking at your shit like, oh, damn, that nigga up right now. They know where you from and shit, and like how you talk about you know being out in the country. You already know like people they know who you are, and it's easy to find you, and they'll try you and shit. Like I mean, like Mm -hmm. that's the shit I be thinking about all the time. I be paranoid. I be like, bro, like when I make it like that to that amount, I'm not saying shit to nobody unless it's like my close family. That's about it. I don't trust nobody. I don't trust people like that. You know what I mean, like and. Posting your portfolios is just a, I think it's just a bad idea, man, especially in this digital age where
0: I think even posting your holdings, like what you, what you have in your holding is a problem because
1: yeah,
0: I mean, like I, I look at it like this, like I, I'm even thinking like, I, I'm not, no monetization. Why would I even monetize this shit? Why would I make a YouTube channel? Like it's not even worth it. In my opinion, I got my nursing license. I can go back to school. I can always go back to work this shit is my own secret it's for my circle because if you really understood what's about to happen with these with these with the tokenization you don't want nobody to know you don't want nobody to know this is the new We. this is the new one percent those who are holding you know metals and and crypto period that's the new one percent so like do you see warren buffett even showing you his portfolio he won't show you that shit (laughs) <laughs> because it's, it's it's Buku. I mean, Warren Buffett is not as smart as you think, by the way. Um, but I'm just using them as an example when it comes to money and showing the portfolio and stuff. Uh, you know, I I only do it. I've only done it for, you know, my close friends when I'm trying to get an example or set a point. But nobody else would know that shit. Because at the end of the day, look at it like this. Say, you know, you're on Facebook or Instagram. and You, you hit a meal. 99.9% of the people that your friends don't even have never saw a meal. So what is, what is the point that you're trying to make? You're trying to create a, yourself as a target because the only thing that they're going to think is why the fuck, the, how did he do that? Why, why, why does he have a meal? It's, it's not going to be no positivity. It's going to be very little positivity out of you doing something like that. And it's probably going to be about the people that already knew that you had that or that was in your close inner circle. But it's going to be people in your inner circle that's going to hate on you too. So it's like, yeah. You know, you just you just gotta kind of like I'm looking at like it's it's another reason for you to get more private. Fucking right. no, nah, I am if, if if you if you really if you really got sixty mil for cryptocurrency, and I've done the math. I think you know to live from this age on and make and pay and live off of fifty. I think it was no hundred thousand a year. It's only like seven million dollars to take a to live off a hundred thousand a year until I'm like in my sixties and seventies. It's like a hundred thousand dollars a year. It takes about six point five to seven million dollars so if you got 60 million motherfucking dollars you don't have to make money no motherfucking more is how i look at it you don't have to like so if i have 60 million i'm not gonna be on the internet
1: see yeah i know but see yeah but see it's different for different see like it just amplifies who you are because it's like him he just seems kind of power hungry he you know he calls himself the crypto messiah like he's like this meme god on Twitter, like all these meme coins, meme projects, they're all coming to him because they're wanting him to just tweet just about their project so they can get that quick pump. You know what I mean? Like they, that's all he does all day, every day is tweet about meme coins. And he's yeah, he, he's the main God and stuff like that. I'm just like, bro. It's like, and then you can tell his ego, he got a huge ego where he, he, uh, when he saw that that, uh, Jack, CZ Binance dude, he sneaked. To, he sneaked this one, but he was like, "I probably got more money than you now." And people was like, "Bro, you gotta be humble and shit." That's what people were trying to tell him in the replies and stuff like that. I'm like, bro, like, I'm like, why are you still on social media? Like, I get it, you want to help people find other projects, but I don't think this is the way to do it. You know, you're just making yourself more of a target as it is.
0: So it's, it's so much easier to hack. With this crypto shit not being regulated, it's so much e- it's so much easier for people to get your funds easier than what you could think. So it's 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 best for you to go ahead and just take it to the next level, take your security to the next level. And a lot of that is your exposure and how you expose yourself. And I think I regret even speaking on me being investing in this market. We have to be honest with you because everything is stored, everything is is the internet has a memory, like and. You know, you don't want to be a target because, like I said, if you believe that this is a, a Great Depression, I think it's worse than a Great Depression, honestly, um, then you understand You understand where we're about to go. Then you understand it's going to be a lot of hungry people that's going to be willing to do anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because the jobs, you know, the jobs are not going to come back eventually. I know. All right. I, I want to kind of speak on this, speaking on this, you know, this them speaking on uh, uh, going into a fourth industrial revolution. I was watching TV and I've seen the other day where Domino's already have, they have the the self-delivering pizza, uh, robot thing. It's a car or whatever. It delivers to the house. It's a robot. Wow. Fucking robot. And the way they slid the commercial out, it was just like, boom. Like, like it's smooth as hell. So you got to understand, these jobs ain't coming back. (laughs) They ain't coming back. And I'm thinking they're going to cut these programs and it's going to be a universal basic income, but it's going to be cool at first, but... By 2030, it's gonna be some type of civil war or something with this shit. It's gonna be the same thing you've seen in Hong Kong everywhere.
1: Yeah. yeah, I just don't. I just don't see how everybody making the same amount can work in the long run. I know a lot of people think that they they feel like that's the way to go about it, you know. And they try to list examples of different countries, but we're not those countries. It's di- it's different here. It's different in the U.S. You know, compared to those other countries and how their society is set up. So, this, I mean, it's just people are just, at the end of the day, people are power hungry, ego driven, you know, making the same as that person. Like, you know, they're going to be like, man, fuck him. I, I should be making way more. I know more than him. I can do more than, you know, what I mean, like small shit like that. That's like the same shit with like colorism, racism. Well, I don't think that's ever going to end even when. Twenty fifty, everybody is looks like Drake or some shit. I'm just like, yo, like there's still gonna be colorism within that. It don't, I mean, it don't matter. Like to me, at the end of the day, like these ideas, you know, you think you can end something, but can you truly end something that hasn't even began yet? You know, like it, and that goes back to the time thing. For everything, you know, I love like time. In terms of time plots and and my music, I'm always talking about time because I think time is endless and um, it's a a social construct and there's no beginning and non-linear. You know, I can get into all that shit. That's why Christopher Nolan is my favorite director. He's always talking about time in his music. I mean, his movies. He's always got time as a theme. Um, And it's just like, I mean, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy you know, where we're at with this. And it's it's just, I don't, there isn't one solution. It's even going back to where you was, you've said before about, is there really a good and a bad? Like in anything, is it, is it really, you know, people like, you know, the line between good or bad, but is there a line though to begin with? Or we just perceive it as good. And we perceive this as bad.
0: It's perception. Yeah, especially if you look at the society we stay in. Like, I mean, the ones who are giving us morality basically killed off ninety nine percent of the people that was natural to the land. So, how the hell can they give us some type of morality? How you know what I mean? Like, how can? Yeah, it's all it's all wicked, and it, it, it's not saying I'm not saying it's no laws. I'm saying it's very minimum laws, but those laws have a um, bigger power, and it's natural law. It's just you know, instinctively, I feel like you do know to do certain shit, but that's different. That's different than a set of rules and laws that were basically, that were basically given to the, to the public to condition them to think a certain way from a certain mindset. Like even like speed limits, like I, who the fuck, like who even, who told you, you didn't have, you can't drive this fast. Man. Like, I mean, or you can't, you got to drive at this limit. What reason? Like, I don't understand. I just what. seen
1: people was talking about something. It was a, uh... What is it, Math Appreciation Day or Math Appreciation Month? i like, man, fuck math, bro. Like, I don't even, as long as you can add, subtract, multiply, divide, that's it. Like, I don't give a fuck about learning about all these different degrees of calculus and that bullshit. It's like, bro, it's like I'm not going to use that shit. So it's like, why? Why did I take all these dumbass math classes? Discrete math. I ain't going to use that bullshit in real life. Trigonometry, I don't care about that shit. Like, it was just wasting time, man. Now that that shit pissed me off, and I be thinking about like all those stupid ass classes I had to take in uh, high school, college. I'm like, bro, I ain't using none of that shit, bro. It's just wasting our fucking time, bro. Like we should be learning more about economics, and you know, think about it. Now I didn't even really like economics classes. I thought it was boring when I took them in college. But the more I think about it, the more that shit is necessary moving forward. Like personal finance, we should have had that shit in fucking high school. We ain't had that shit then. We over here learning about the twentieth degree of calculus or some shit. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Who
0: cares, mote- bro? Mitochondria. I don't mote- care about, about that mote- shit. Mitochondria. Mote- yeah, like, I don't care about that
1: shit, bro. Like, it's just wasting
0: I, time. I'll say, this, you know, it's a difference between most people might not realize. It's a difference between math and arithmetic. They don't teach arithmetic anymore. Arithmetic is the uh, essentials of, of like you said, add, subtract, and multiply and divide. And it's, it's that's what yeah. arithmetic is. They don't well. teach that. They teach math and these complex math systems that I think are narrative based. That I think actually ended up in, ends up confusing how we think. It confuses how we think. If you actually, if you want to get technical, it confuses just how we think and process shit. It's a way of conditioning the mind to think a certain way to think from a from like a for, formula type man, mind Conform. it's
1: conforming
0: yeah like it's yeah. just you gotta think in a certain set of it's, it's a rule based uh subject it's it's not yeah. really nature it has no use in the real world besides you know the, the basic shit um so yeah that's that goes back to you know everything's being set up to collapse this whole this this country was made to collapse from the beginning I think that's what I'm looking. That's how I'm looking at it. I think it was made to This country is systematically made to collapse itself from the inside, from the beginning, or at some point, probably, probably in the early 1900s is when it started. But at some point, a while, a long time ago, at least, at least 80 to hundred years ago, it was starting. The country was starting to um, be uh, set up to basically crumble from the inside out. You could probably say back it, almost hundred back, I guess, Ninety years ago, with FDR, because he made he made the uh, Social Security Act, which basically made it all citizens property and bank accounts for the for the government. So you could probably say back to FDR. That's when the country was starting to be conditioned to. come inside. Because prior to that, we were on, um I think prior to you know, the early 1900s, up until I think Woodrow Wilson, we were on the uh, gold standard. Once we got off the gold standard, that's when the systematic destruction of America started from the inside out. And I think that was like before the First World War, 1913 or some shit.
1: Yeah. Um, another thing, you know, too, of history repeating itself, it's like I'd be noticing people be calling this decade the roaring the roaring 20s again. So it's like we're going to see over the next several years how this compares to the 20s in the 1900s you know because during that time what that was what the, the the roaring 20s when everything was just going great right for the most part in terms of the economy and then the depression hit and yeah so right now spanish flu
0: spanish, spanish flu around the spanish same time we got the so pa- yeah around the same time COVID
1: 19 is a thing now In 2020, so uh, the start of our 20s in the 2000s, um, uh, what was it? Was it, I'm I'm not going to say an industrial revolution, because that was like the 1800s, right?
0: You're saying, what was it, 2000s, Tom? No,
1: 1920s. What was something big that was happening during that time?
0: The industrial revolution was ending.
1: The industrial revolution was ending, but during our 20s, the crypto revolution is beginning. So... You know, it's and like you said, they're calling it the fourth industrial revolution. So you can look at that and mirror how it's panning out compared to where they were during that 100 years ago. Like there's there's uh, similarities is what I'm uh, getting at.
0: Well, I started to think, too. I was thinking earlier today, I was like, it's something to that. And I was like, well, what if what if we're under some time spell? Because if you really look at the correlations, if you look at the correlations in history, it's correlating damn near identical. It's correlating like, damn near identical to the 1920s. Like, yeah. identical. It really is. Even some people are saying that Dr. Fauci looks like the uh, the, the medical director from that time. He looks identical to him. So wow. I started to think, man, like... I started to think... And they had, like, Black Wall Street. They had the same shit with the masks. They had Black people not... Or at the time, they were Indians, actually. Or colored. They call them colored. But that was the same thing as Indian or whatever. They weren't trying to get vaccinated and shit. Wow. And you know, Black Wall Street happened in 1921. Um, you could clearly see the attack on black people uh, going on, like it's at a all-time level. What other race of people do you see die in their before their fifties, like we do? I mean, it's 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 insane. It's insanity, man. Like it really is. So yeah, and
1: they they keep reinforcing it, too, with like you know the the 100th anniversary of the Tulsa uh, massacre. And there's still some actual people that survived it uh, that are still alive and can still talk. I've seen videos and stuff. And I just be thinking, I'm like, man, like, there's so many people that look at this shit and be like, I, this is the first time I heard about this. And as we know, there was many other Tulsas out there during that time. It wasn't just that one area. We had one in, you know, North Carolina, uh, Wilmington, for sure. You yeah. know, and it was, yeah, Durham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Winston-Salem? Was it, oh yeah, we had several. Uh and I just be thinking, man, I'm like, bro, like we got all this this hidden history, but it's coming to the light now. You know, cause they can't avoid it. They can't avoid it no longer, you know? Um, so then so you know, so they keep pushing out black characters for us to see black actors in certain roles, they're race bending. Put you know, the the make us, I guess the this is their way to say we're sorry for shit. They're doing, they're doing everything, but providing us the financials and the, the, the real estate. They're doing everything but that, you know, um, cause crypto, I mean, crypto is wide open. for anybody that can, you want to jump into it and you can learn, you can make some money off of it. But for just us, nah, you know, we get, we get new uh, movies with new actors and, x roles and race bending and they think you know that's our we're sorry and oh they'll honor shit that they did hundreds a hundred years ago like oh we such a terrible act you know and shit. like bro like damn all of that bro like where's the you know where's the real estate behind it where's the compensation you know uh you still got survivors from that that still see it like today at, still today haven't seen anything, haven't been seen any uh, solution to that or nothing. No benefits to their families and stuff like that. All those businesses that crashed, that were, not crashed, that were destroyed. You know, um, just think about how different the uh, U.S. would be if those things did not happen. Those bu- Those businesses were able to thrive. This world, this U.S. would be so different, man. Like,
0: they wouldn't be able to use the, the uh, race narrative because at that time black people were richer than I- anybody else in the United States. And the, those same families were still alive now, they would be it would be hella billionaires. It, and most billionaires would be black, as they would say. Yeah. Uh, so like they had to do that because the narrative that they were going to play out over the next fifty to hundred years, they wouldn't be able to use it. It, it, it would have been flipped. Like by this time, shit, we would be building motherfucking uh, zero propulsion ships and shit like like this is they got to keep their foot on our necks up until you know up until here in the near future now it's going to end soon but they had to keep their foot on the, on our necks for a reason um, yeah but, you know we, I want to speak on what you said about the movies they give us movies and the, and the leading role won't even be from America that's the thing too oh uh, yeah hey.
1: the Brit- the British invasion
0: British and motherfucking somewhere in Africa or some shit like yeah
1: yeah they do that all the time now.
0: You got to see the subliminals. The you got to see the subliminals. Um I wanted to I wanted to show the I wanted to show this uh this Domino's commercial, man. I really did. I wanted to show this clip of this Domino's commercial real quick. All
1: right.
0: I didn't know um I'm gonna see if I remember how to do this shit. I'm telling I thought this shit was crazy. I thought it was just just uh, mind fuck. If I remember how to do this, let me see. Over here, boom. Let's see. Share. Share screen. Is it
1: working? Uh, I don't see anything.
0: All right. Let me go here.
1: Okay, now I see it's popping up. Let's. uh...
0: It might. I got. I'm on my hotspot. I want to see if I can find this. I
1: got it. I added that window to the stream, but I'm not seeing anything.
0: Okay, I'm gonna go back and edit it. I'm just gonna. I'm trying to get the video pulled up first. This shit. I'm going to try to put a commercial up. All right. Go back here. Do I then have to click on that window at the bottom, you think? I forgot how to do that.
1: Uh, Yeah, you got to make sure that the window you're, the video is on is the one that's uh, that you're clicked into. Yeah, because right now it's just a white screen. Oh. Yeah, you got to make sure the one that you're adding to stream is the one. See, yeah, see, I see you just changed. Oh, yeah. You yeah. just took it off. I yeah. took
0: it off. I'm going to do share screen. Because I got the video up. Let's see, the Brave tab. Now,
1: yeah, there you go. You got it. All right. So now I um, add it to stream. See, now I gotta add it. Added.
0: Okay, all right. Y'all gotta see this shit. <laughs> oh no, is this a commercial? Uh I'm b- I'm about to see. Uh, I think this is a commercial, I think it's gonna show the commercial at the beginning. Like, man, what the fuck? They showed this damn commercial on a. It's on. I saw it on regular TV. Is it looking fine? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's wrong with the audio. Yeah, I don't um, know. yeah. That's something we'll have to
1: look into later about the audio, but yeah, but this
0: is see. crazy. Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> The commercial is like they they just kind of slid it in. They just slide it on there. This ain't the commercial. This look like a it's kind of breaking down what is what it is. But the commercial is crazy. Like cuz it's it's only in like 30 seconds. It's only a 30 second clip. I'm like how the fuck dom- Domino's?
1: <laughs> wow. It's this is uh, I mean it seems like a just like a concept. I mean
0: They've been they said they've been it's been it's been going on and uh I think she, they've been using it in certain cities like Seattle. I think in certain cities it's live. That it say it's got a Texas tag. Yeah, yeah I, I see think
1: that Texas on it.
0: Yeah. I think in certain big cities, they've been they they're using it. It hasn't gotten everywhere, it hasn't, you know, went every any like other cities, smaller cities yet. Yeah. It is shit, man. Bruh. <laughs> that shit is crazy, yo. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, I think that's that's all right. Oh no, let's see. I ain't seen this. I just seen the commercial. I just clicked on the first the. Uh, you know what? The
1: fuck is this at? This neighborhood, bro.
0: Like you know, I it know. ain't in the hood. Yeah,
1: yeah. This <laughs> seems like some nice ass neighborhood or some shit. I don't. I don't know where that shit. Where this is at.
0: Damn. But nah,
1: dude. Nah. Yeah, nah, bro. I, I don't know, bro. There's so much that could go wrong with this that's true i agree with you like i don't know if i trust this shit bro the first thing i think of is bomb that's the first thing i think of somebody put a detonation device in that shit and you open it boom like that that's the first thing i think of but you know people are like nah it's just you know it's just coming straight from Domino's. like you know it's no bullshit but who's to say that shit that little thing that little thing can't get intercepted while it's on this uh It's on his mission or some shit, and somebody put something on it or something like that. Like, you know, there's so much that could go wrong with this. Where is that city though? That looks like something.
0: Let's see. I think that's Dallas. If it's in Texas, that's gotta be one of the big ass
1: Texas see. I mean, yeah, it had the Texas on it. Houston. Uh, Houston, It's in Houston. Yeah, Houston, Texas.
0: All right, we'll stop there. I just wanted to show. I I had it on my mind, and I was like, that shit. that shit is crazy. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So I just wanted to show y'all that because I mean, it, from what I've been researching, they it's in in certain cities. I, I think I thought Seattle was one of them, but I guess Houston. Certain cities they are using that thing. That's so,
1: yeah. That's crazy.
0: I just 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 to prove more, a lot of the jobs ain't coming back, and I think it's gonna start slowly. But it's then it's gonna get up to trades though. It's gonna get up the trades. I was seeing where they got a, uh, a a digital doctor that you can talk to, to diagnose you. They had commercials for that and I I seen an article for that too. But, you know, I think we're still a little little ways from that. But, I mean, yeah, just the
1: AI technology like I seen, you know, those um uh, those videos where they they put the people's faces on somebody else's body. It's uh I forgot what the deep fake, those deep fake videos where they'll put, like, an actor on somebody else's body and have them looking like they're actually in that movie scene or, you know, or something like that. Or, like, they got the AI that can recreate artists, um, the the artists, um, and make songs with their, like, it sounds like them with their own lyrics and shit. Like, yeah, bro, the AI shit is going crazy, man. But, yeah, Seattle, I mean, it makes sense for Seattle because Seattle already has the Amazon store where there's no cashier or nothing you can just go in there and and it scans your i think it scans like your card or some shit I don't know but that, that I mean eventually that's going to be nationwide eventually yeah. the Amazon store um so yeah it's something to think about
0: yeah um it's, it's it's something with this it's something with the technology and everything man like they they a lot of futurists have said that you know the jobs ain't coming back and i'm kind of looking at it like I, I think they ain't they not coming back like and i and i kind of i was talking to my brother about this uh the georgia godstones and if you know anything about the georgia godstones it was this this the stonehenge type structure that was built in georgia that is, is man-made but it's supposed to be this supposed to have these certain prophecies uh engraved on them And one of the prophecies is that they're going to try to maintain a world population of 500 million people. So I think right now we're at 7 billion. So my mind started, the gears started running. I'm like, okay, they want this fourth industrial revolution. They want to basically have it to where technology's running everything. Jobs ain't coming back. Universal basic income. So if this is is true, what do the elites need humans for? Mm. What do they need us for?
1: They just have somebody to con- uh, to control. They you got know, the robots. Go- goes back to power. They can't control. The, uh,
0: they can't. Through the code. They created all this shit. That's nah, what I'm thinking. They can't control they, that
1: shit. Until they become sentient, then them they the can't control are just going to be
0: working. I mean, nah, that's what I'm thinking.
1: I, I think they're going to become sentient at some point. They're all, Actually, they already are sentient. Some of them.
0: They're not gonna need uh, humans. They gonna they're gonna do something. Or
1: they'll need humans to try to stop these fucking AI from taking over, cause that, I think that's where it's headed. I
0: mean, not gonna need humans. Yeah. I'm I mean, I don't I, I don't think it's I don't think that the that it's gonna work out that way. What I what I truly believe right now is that I believe that we're living in, in a prophetic time. I even with them having the godstones and I don't believe, like, I, I think we will get so close to that that it's gonna cause a, a a revelation. Those who survive. I do think we're gonna get close to seeing the foundation laid and all that. But I think this is just spiritual. This is it's mostly spiritual and mental. And we're living in a prophetic time, and we're just seeing we're seeing this shit, and, and those who make it are gonna be able to see it reverse. And it's gonna reverse, but you gotta survive, you gotta keep your you gotta keep your sanity, is how I look at it. Because yeah. I started, I'm like, man, like, whatever, man. I, I just, I, I, they already them basically gave us about the world a biochemical weapon. Right. I feel like they're going to keep doing this shit. You know, they're going to keep on doing this shit until, you know, it, it does affect, or it's going to be a, some type of cataclysm that they know about. Actually, I more so lean on the cataclysm side because of what they call a grand, we're going through a grand solar minimum. And if you look at the historic timeline, we have these type of solar, these solar periods whenever we have ice ages and shit. And I've been saying, I've been saying for years, we're going to have ice age. You ain't no global warming. It's just another economic tool of control. That's all that they, they, that was a, that was a tool for control. But if you really look at the real, if you look at the real cycle of what's going on, it's going to be a grand solar minimum where the summers are going to be hotter. The winters are going to be colder. It's not going to be any intermediary, um, seasons. But the temperatures and the weather and everything is going to be to the far extreme on both sides. But it's going to ultimately end with uh, the sun going through a lesser period of uh, sun activity. So that means the winters is what's really going to fuck us up because the winters are going to last longer and they're going to be a lot colder. And the, hor- the hurricanes, like the weather itself. I started thinking about the day after tomorrow. I think it was the reason why they made that movie. Mm. It's something about that, that 500 million number. It is because uh, some people say it's, just, that it, it's a conspiracy, but I think it's something to it. I think that they know it's something. It's something to that. I think it, it, it's something to it. When you look at prophecy and shit. You know, I think that that's what's going to probably be natural is, is some type of cataclysm in the next decade, big level cataclysm, not Man. to be gloom and doom, but
1: makes then it makes sense why Jeff Bezos is going to space. He's getting the fuck up out there.
0: Yeah, I yeah. was thinking maybe they're trying to go to space to avoid what's going to happen, and then they come back with all the technology that they took. Like that's why I'm talking about the time loop thing. The people yeah. that that's, that's got control, they know that the Earth has a either goes through cycles, or they're making time. They're making these time loops to where you know they know certain shit is about to happen that's going to devastate the Earth, so they get out of the way and they stay they stay dormant for a certain period of time, and then they reemerge. And they can they constantly have control over the over the civilization like that.
1: Yeah, I can see that. It's something. Going, They can go into those uh hyperbolic chambers or go to sleep for decades and shit, hundreds of years, come back up, wake up with the same consciousness.
0: And I, I know we had spoken this prior to this episode, but I've been waiting. To, I've been waiting to bring this up. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting, but them damn emails.
1: Oh yeah.
0: I mean, I'm not gonna be the one to say I told you so, but them Fauci emails.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: man. I, so I, I I know, or I don't know, but I don't I want to know if, you know, you guys who's listening and watching recently, if you saw that uh, basically it's come out as a part of, I think, the Freedom of Information Act. They had to leak. Uh, I think he's the the medical director of health of the United States. And he's like a part of the NIH or something like that. Dr. Dr. Fauci, who has happened to be around. Um, been in that position since, like, I think the 80s. He's been like yeah. every, all these pandemics yeah. are, He's been over this shit And you know it's come out that he had over 3600 emails that Became public where he's just ba- Basically speaking on The situation at hand Early in his development and prior to the Development And you know he's speaking Opposite of what he's saying to the media And what he's saying with his you know With the task force with the I guess Originally it was the CV task force That uh, Trump created his emails, his personal private emails, are saying totally different things than what he's saying to the media. Specifically, the big one I want to get on is the mask because I was I was the one against mass from the beginning. Like, and you know, he originally he was the one that said he was he he said he was against mass initially, then re, reneged and said we don't need to have a, a mask mandate because we're going to have a shortage in in hospitals, and then reneged and basically said that everybody has to have masks. But in the emails, he said that masks are not beneficial at all. In fact, masks, he didn't say that they cause a problem. I still think they cause a problem uh, both ways for the infected and the the, uh, the non-infected. But he said that, you know, if there is if there will be a mask, it should be only for those who are actually infectious at that time and for a very minimum period of time. So. That's one, one big thing that he said, and um, he also spoke on what they call gain-of-function research, which basically exposed that they have worldwide labs where they create these man-made viruses to see how they affect the people. They call it gain-of-function research. We'll give it a fancy-ass name, but it's basically biochemical labs Right. They create viruses right. and fungi and different shit that they, they supposedly eat- do research on.
1: Yeah, I had an email where it was breaking down COVID in terms of what was in it, how to yeah, how they made it
0: straight biochemical. But it,
1: it didn't say it didn't say COVID nineteen. There's other there's other kinds of coronavirus, so it didn't specify. But you get the point.
0: And I it was it was I think they were talking about how like you know COVID comes from the original SARS uh, virus. Yeah. But how the SARS virus has a 10% fatality rate. The coronavirus only has like a 1% fatality Just think about how deadly, dude, just think about how deadly SARS is. I remember we had, they had a SARS outbreak. Remember we were like, it was like in 04, 03. When we were growing up. I remember yeah. the news always showed ch- people in uh, Asia with masks on and stuff. They had an actual SARS outbreak, I think back then. And now this is like COVID-19, which is like a, like a uh, biochemical strain of SARS, which SARS itself is biochemical too. Fuck what they tell you. That's biochemical. All this shit is biochemical. And I think it's gonna lead to this being it's gonna lead to this being, you know, revealed that the flu is biochemical. Uh, all this shit is biochemical. Besides yeah, everything,
1: made in, a, made in the lab, man. AIDS, That's what this, HIV yep. made in the lab. You
0: know he what i was, mean Yeah, he was the director of health around that time. He started around that time. Yeah, he's been around for all these big pandemics. I want to get your take on this, though, on the emails. Like, I want to get your, like, because I mean, I, I, it's, it's, it's so weird because we have, we've been going through so much trauma as a collective. It's like, I'm not even fuck I'm like, I, I already, I know this is just starting some shit. This ain't even, ain't even really the truth. It's all correlated with Bill Gates. Um, you know, all these CEOs stepping down and getting divorced and all, all this Epstein. shit is connected. Epstein, all of it, I think is connected. All of it is. All of it's connected. So I'm not, I'm shocked that it actually came out. Um, I'm even more shocked that, you know, the news isn't, I'm not shocked, but it's, it's crazy that people can't see what's going on. Even the news is not even covering this shit. You know, this is not even, if, th- if this was Trump or somebody, oh, hell. They would be talking about this shit nonstop, but they're not even speaking on this shit. So it shows yeah. you how connected it is. Um, I want to know how you feel about this.
1: Yeah, um, well, and they're calling Fauci a hero and shit. I was just thinking to myself, man. It's just like it is how we thought it was, man. In terms of Fauci. He's just an uh, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, yeah, he's a doctor, immunology or whatever. For over 40 years, uh, he's seen over these various viruses and shit that's come to, to be. He's a puppet that is doing, doing what he's told to do and saying what he's told to do. He doesn't think what he's saying is the right thing, but he's doing it because that's the higher ups are making him say that shit. And Trump saw right through him from the beginning. And he that he never got along with Trump because... Well, publicly, he didn't get along with Trump behind closed doors. He probably he probably honestly agree with some of the stuff Trump was doing. But, you know, he's in a, going into a, a, a left, a left wing or whatever, left leaning presidency. He's got to fit the status quo, you know, their agenda with this shit. You know, last year. Uh, it wasn't created in, in Wuhan, in the lab this year. Yeah, it was, or it was very possible that. In his uh, emails, yeah, masks should only be worn for people that are infected. In real life, yeah, masks uh, should be worn by everyone. You know, like it's just shit. he just just uh, just putting shit out. He just completely lying to the the public. But it's some people that's got their foot so far up their own ass that they just believe everything that he says is correct. Which is some bullshit. It's clear as as day. Just like the stocks, crypto, he is manipulated. The government manipulates people that are in the government. He is one of those people. There's no exception. Uh, This isn't surprising to me. And uh there's more that will be revealed. Will he face any repercussions from this? Probably not. But um yeah, I think there's more to it. Vaccines, there's more to it. You know, how they pushed that out. They forced that out. Those vaccines, all that shit was forced onto the general public. Now Biden's saying, you know, probably, you know, probably not going to make his goal of 70 percent of Americans being vaccinated by July 4th. All right. Well, whose fault is that? Now you trying to now you trying to uh, bribe people into taking the vaccines by money, prizes and all this other bullshit. It's like, nah, bro. Like you were you're playing the role that you were assigned to a T. But the people that can see through that shit understand that this is some bullshit and you're just playing it out. You know, it's, it's theatrics at this point. So the numbers are magically going down because vaccines are out and people are so much safer now. All this, like, it's just, it's just ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. The time that we're living in, the people that are helmed, that are in these positions, and you wonder why there's people that are homeless that don't even want to participate in this society. Because it's bullshit. Like, every, all this shit is bullshit, man. The virus is real. Yeah, the virus is real, but it was man-made, in my opinion. I mean, you got evidence pretty much right there in those emails. If you look through some of them, that's what they're alluding to. Then people are like then there's still people that's going to still defend it. Oh well, you know they're they're, they're testing viruses all the time and shit. I'm like, bro, like, they, okay, they put, but they they accidentally just make it a mass of a, a fucking pandemic. Like, come on, man, use your fucking brain. Use your brain when a nigga like Gates, Bill Gates, does a fucking simulation of a pandemic right before this shit happens. But y'all y'all don't even pay that no mind. Y'all, so you got y'all again. Got your foot so far up your ass that you always. I'm so mad at these people that don't want to wear masks. I'm so mad at people that don't want to take. Man, shut your bitch ass up, bro. Because you ain't gonna do a goddamn thing to none of these people in real life. You say all this shit behind a fucking screen. You ain't no fucking man. You ain't gonna say none of this shit in real life. If you is, you get your fucking teeth knocked down your throat. Because you know what time it is. So stop playing, bro. Like stop believing everything. That you see in the media, bro, and think for yourself. There's a lot of groupthink that's going on, and that shit needs to end. That's what I think. think. Yeah.
0: Okay. I think a lot of this groupthink, I think a lot of it is still cognitive dissonance because they cannot believe the truth. Like, they don't, their mind won't let them believe really what the fuck has been going on. You know? Yeah. But people thought they were confiding into a government that was here to, you know, look out for them. When the whole time that they've been basically stealing and devaluing your currency, um, charging you tax, raising your taxes, and they are giving you biochemical weapons each year, now you, now people stand when this shit gets out. Like we're gonna be burning shit down, man. Like I mean, that's that's the only thing that's gonna ha- that's gonna happen when 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 people start connecting all oh, this truth. But like but I said saying.
1: They're just going to throw out some more distractions, like, you know, some more shootings and shit, mass shootings, more racially driven police shooting, killings and UFOs. They're just going to keep throwing out that shit, some media, some shit that becomes a meme and takes up people's time on TikTok. It's just going to be some distractions just to keep this shit under wraps.
0: Playoffs. Cause them, them that fucking them niggas, them boys in the NBA, that shit, they moving fast as hell. Yeah, LeBron, get...
1: LeBron just got eliminated in the first round, the first time in his career that's happened. He also has a movie called Space Jam Two that's coming out next month, so it doesn't even fucking matter. Like, you know, I see
0: a- AD's in it too, ain't
1: he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, it's <laughs> it's crazy, <laughs> man. It's crazy what's going on. Um, uh, it's a lot to intake, but, uh, yeah, I ain't got nothing. I don't think there's nothing else that I honestly wanted to talk about. Uh, was there anything else you had in mind? Um,
0: Don't get that jab. <laughs> don't get the shot. I mean, I it's something about that I can't get my mind off that bullshit. Don't get the shot. I don't mm. care if you black, white, Hispanic, Asian. Yeah, don't don't get that shit.
1: Don't get that uh, shit. Yeah, I mean, I'll just say. Do I mean for me? I'll just say in terms of taking a shot and shit. Just know what you're getting yourself into um and um always do your own research and do what you think i am i just doing it do what you think is right for you you know um i don't care if you do it or not personally you know what i mean that's up to you but you know this is the the world is going to move regardless, you know, whether, you know, people do it or not. And they're going to come up with these fucking statistics out of nowhere to try to prove a point when they're the ones that's driving the narrative to begin with. Um, so, yeah. But uh, that's true. Yeah. On that note. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Again, I don't have anything else. Uh, you know, we covered a lot this episode uh, you know like usual so was there anything that you wanted to uh, say before we wrap up the episode
0: no I think I'm I think we covered enough you know I'm about to sit back for a little bit and get ready to get back to work the next couple nights
1: yeah um yeah I got a big couple days coming up Uh, tomorrow I'm gonna hit the studio again um you know, work on some shit, you know, for my project, and then Thursday, my birthday, so I don't know. I don't know. I I just kind of expect something big to happen that day anyway. So I don't know. Then the rest of the week is just the rest of the week. I ain't got any I don't have anything coming up. I'm just going to be focused on investing and shit like that. That's what I mean. That's really what takes up all most of my time now is just investing. I don't even really care about doing much other than that because I know where we're at right now and I know shit is about to just you know it could just take off just like that. It can continue to drop. It can take off like that. It's just the way I be looking at the the just checking my app chat. Well, checking check my apps all the time, you would think I was a day trader, but I'm not. You know, I just I'm a hodler at the moment, but I could become a day trader depending on a certain couple moves and shit. So, we'll see how things pan out. But um, yeah, this is a uh, you know episode 64 of the Divine Council Podcast with Stefan and uh, Maquay and. You know, as usual, if you want to hear more from us, uh, reach out to us. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast Divine. You can follow us on Instagram at Divine Council Podcasts. You can follow our SoundCloud page, uh, Divine Council Podcast. The podcast is available wherever podcasts are available. All streaming services, Spotify, Apple Music, TuneIn Radio, etc. We we. Like to hear, you know, constructive criticism. So, if you could, you know, give us your thoughts on what you thought of the episode. Did you like what you heard? Did you dislike what you heard? Were you neutral? You know, we like to get that feedback. You know, um, if you're listening on a streaming service such as Apple Music, uh, if you could give like a rating, you know, uh, a five star rating that helps with visibility. And, um, The quote, I guess the quote of this episode is uh, from Mike Tyson. You know, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. So just know like, just know can just go left just like that. Are you ready for that or not? You know, fight or flight. You know what I mean? That's, you know, that's the number one thing. So, uh, yeah, until next time, we're out. Peace.